to tell you honestly, those brownies yesterday were really good. They were? <laughs> they were. I really enjoyed them. I really did. I know I shouldn't have. It's not fair. I've been eating clean and I've been doing good, but brownies are just brownies. So, yeah, no, good job. You and Nikki, I was very, very happy with that. So, I don't know if we're going to keep doing these national blank food days. I'm going to be in trouble, but today's like the hor- one of the horrible food days is actually t- today. Yeah, so. we got another food one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but you've got the good ones, and, and there's still one that I'm going to probably work in at some point. But, you know, just because it's a, it's something I'm going to have to try someday, but I'm s- I'm not looking forward to it at all. So, <laughs> yeah, that's just going to be what that is. And yesterday, I mean, you saw it. I had to spend all day just to find a load just to be able to reposition. Yeah. That was that was ridiculous. It's like, hey, guys, I've put in over a million miles. I know exactly what I'm doing. You're sending me to Missouri. You're sending this truck to Missouri. Okay, from Missouri, we need to have a positioning load. The positioning load, if we would have gotten it this morning when I sat and said, they're empty, ready to go, would have been, you know, two thousand, three thousand dollars going, probably three thousand dollars going to Jersey, um, twenty five hundred dollars going to Texas, or you know, four thousand dollars going to Arizona, and I'm done. Oh yeah, I, I dumped Andrew, I dumped him. He's out of the team, so he's no longer a part of it. So, so then, who's doing? It's gonna the- be it's gonna be David and Frank, mostly. Um, I've got uh, another guy who's looking at it right now. And Amir is going to step in. He just basically bowed out because he hated Andrew. That's what it comes down to. I'm sure. Well, yeah, it's I don't not like that's him. hard. Yeah, no, Andrew. No, he did a no show today. He showed up at like after lunch and then was like, hey, I'm like, no. And then he deleted the conversation that I had with him yesterday. Of course so, he did. So that way he didn't show him saying, hey, I'll find something tomorrow morning. Don't worry. So because otherwise I'd have called his little butt out for that. So. It is what it is, but I don't care because I had brownies. So, there. Brownies make everything better. Bankruptcy (laughs) is delicious with brownies. (laughs) And with that said, welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything. I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And this is where we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. It is Friday. Yes. And we are happy it is Friday. Uh, I I am ready for a weekend. And, you know, it stinks. We didn't get to go out on the boat, and it's supposed to start getting cold tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Our weather out here is as bipolar as my mom. Ha! <laughs> Call out. So, anyways, you know, what's, she's probably just happy if she's listening to this that I actually brought her up. So, <laughs> wow. but uh, we got a pretty cool, fun, free Friday today, and uh, I know we have... A couple of national days today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I'm down. Let's go. So our first one is National Christmas Card Day. So. Nice. And I'm glad because I actually have, you know, Christmas cards that I need to send out. So mm. I can do that today. Good. Um, so each year around this time, friends and families begin mailing their holiday cards. Christmas card day on December 9th serves as a reminder to get your stamps, envelopes, and cards together so you can share your holiday cheer. Sending a card during the holidays hasn't always been a tradition, though. In Victorian England, sending penny post was inexpensive and frequent. Mm -hmm. It was also considered rude to ignore a written message. One particularly popular 
Victorian, invented the holiday card out of necessity. Sir Henry Cole received frequent letters, and it left him little time for other responsibilities. In 1843, he asked his friend J.C. Horsley to illustrate a design he had in mind. Soon, Cole was off to the printer, and he mailed the first Christmas card and the penny post to friends, family, and many acquaintances. Wow. Today, we mail a variety of cards at Christmas time. The tradition of Christmas cards continues to continues in a broader sense. Social and electronic media keeps us connected in this modern world more than ever before. However, the Christmas card continues to be a part of our annual tradition, even if it takes on a different style or pattern. And then, the few different kinds that people will send are photo cards. Many families take an annual holiday photo, specifically for mailing to family and friends, which we did this year. Mm -hmm. These photos may be snapshots or professional photos. Most families save them from social media, so they remain a surprise when they arrive in the mail, too. Another one is Christmas letters. These letters often highlight the events for each family member of the year. Not everyone has social me social media, so it's a nice way to catch up with friends and family. Mm -hmm. The letters usually run a page in length, but some letter writers have a lot more to say. Like me, I can't write a short one-page letter. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Um, and then another form is postcards. These simple cards generally send the same holiday message a regular Christmas card does, but without a fold or an envelope. With a photo on one side and a simple message on the other, they are quick and easy to send as well. Another one is business cards. Christmas cards also come from our businesses who want to remind us that they still want our business. As a marketing tool, <laughs> businesses know their yep. best customers like to be remembered during the holidays, too. Yep. And then New Year's cards. The holidays do get busy, and some of us put off sending any holiday cards until the New Year. They still want to keep in touch with family and friends, so they send their good wishes in the form of a Happy New Year card. So don't mark anyone off your Christmas card list until after the first of the year. These holiday cards may be the only communication we receive all year long from a fender friend or family member even if we spent an abundance of time with them once these once a year notes touch us with a bit of the meaning this time of the year we uh we take the time to connect once again and say we're thinking of you nice and so. i'll tell and i will tell you that as you know a print shop owner and a mark because i was a marketer one of the biggest things that I would do is in October, I mean, it would look like Christmas around our office because, you know, we would we were putting out our marketing campaigns to our customers and our clients and reminding them that, hey, Christmas time is right around the corner. You want to thank your clients just for that reason, because you'd be surprised how many people really do forget that you exist or that your business exists. Mm -hmm. And so it was like so we could send it out. We would we got to the point where we we had our own mailing system so we were doing addresses and everything else and mm -hmm. it was we'd pull up to the post office and we'd always hear the same thing <laughs> <laughs> because we would pull up and we'd be like hey we got our van we need a place to put it and we would go through with all the postage we had a bulk postage rate you know everything that that was there and and it was good because the year before that we they gave us all that stuff too because the year before that we didn't know that they would that you know the post office could give you all this stuff or you could go through pitney bows or whatever to get all of this stuff and preprint and all this stuff that you had and so we just showed up and it was we and when i say we showed up i mean our post office our um, oh wow our postman came to came to the office and we literally had i think it was 41 yeah 41 uh full paper boxes you know that you get leaf paper in mm -hmm. the boxes those come in we had 41 of those to go out and he was like no no i'm not taking that 
You're you're absolutely crazy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that. He called his supervisor. His supervisor's like, nope, you got to bring him down. So we had to actually bring them down to him. But there was it was we were sending out those cards, and it was our the notifications to our clients. And honestly, with the exception of, oh, I want to say I want to I want to say like the back to school stuff for a lot of our businesses and clients, mm-hmm. it was our biggest money maker. It was absolutely a cash hog because everybody wanted things customized and we can customize everything. We were just hand over fist. But you know what? It was us proving that it worked to our clients. We're like, you know, hey, look, you're going to be getting this stuff from us because we sent you a reminder. How many of your customers do you need to send a reminder to so that they'll get stuff from you before the year is over? Hmm. And it was a huge thing. But you want to know what's horrible? What? I don't think in my adult life I've ever sent out a customized, personally written Christmas card to anybody in my family. Or friends. Not one. Why is that horrible? I just, I've never done it. Well, there's three, two big reasons I've never done it. One, I would have to acknowledge that I don't have anybody's address written down. <laughs> I know how to get to my grandma's. I couldn't tell you the address to my grandma's. That's funny. Okay. I know how to get to my dad's. I mean, that's just, that was where that was. But number two, I have the most atrocious handwriting. You've seen it. I have yeah, horrible. Yeah, but you don't have horrible. to write it. You could type it. Yeah, but for me, it was, I would have to write it. And I, no, my handwriting, I will tell you guys that my handwriting literally is still being i i think archaeologists are still trying to translate my uh, seventh grade uh essay so yeah pretty bad <laughs> so but i mean that's that's what it was but what about you do you send you send out every year like you try to yeah my struggle is that i don't like just sending letters i wanted to send pictures of all of us mm-hmm. and you know have actual like christmas photos of us to send so we you know like i said we did that this year right and i have the photos printed out so now i just need to put them all in the cards and send them off so i can do that today awesome okay and we have nice cool christmas cards that um i think no matter what i'm still gonna have to write something down but the whole point is i got empty ones so that Mm -hmm. everybody can write whatever they want to each of the family members we're sending them to got it can i just like confuse people and just write sorry for your loss no in the cards <laughs> absolutely not okay oh uh, so we all but we have uh so that's one out of our three for what national day it is today three you are gonna talk about it i am totally gonna talk about it i'm okay. gonna talk about it but I'm gonna, i'll be quick i promise okay okay go ahead so our other national day that i have is national pastry day it's a National Pastry Day. Celebrates one of the world's most favorite baked goods. On December 9th, visit your local bakery and pick up one or two of your favorite kinds. The pastry is a name given to a large variety of baked goods, which are made with ingredients such as flour, sugar, milk, butter, shortening, baking powder, and eggs. Pastry dough is rolled out thinly and then used as a base for different baked products. A few of the more common bakery items include pies, tarts, quiches, and pasties. Mm-hmm. Bakers create both savory and sweet dishes from the doughs they create. Additionally, they continue to develop new and delicious creations all the time. Pastries can be traced back as far as the ancient Mediterranean, where they have almost paper-thin, multi-layered baklava and phyllo dough. Mm-hmm. Phyllo. 
Yeah. Philo? It's Philo, Philo, or Philo. It's, it, it depends on where you are. Everybody, I've heard it pronounced all three ways. Okay. Philo is generally the most, the most, uh, most common vernacular for it. There we go. I knew I'd get that out eventually. <laughs> and then pastry making began in Northern Europe after the Crusaders brought it back from the Mediterranean. French and Italian Renaissance chefs eventually perfected the puff and shoe pastries, while 17th and 18th century chefs brought new recipes to the table. Included in the innovative recipes were Napoleons, cream puffs, and eclairs. Culinary historians often consider French pastry chef Karim to have been the original great master of pastry making in modern times. Many different types of pastry deliver baked goods that make our mouths water. Oh, yeah. Most of them fall into one of the following categories. Short crust pastry, simplest and most common. Sweet crust pastry, similar to the short crust but sweeter. Flaky pastry, simple pastry that expands when cooked. Puff pastry, has many layers that cause it to puff when baked. Shoe pastry, very light pastry that is often filled with cream or other fillings. And phyllo pastry, paper thin pastry dough that is used in many layers. I want to make an apple turnover. That's okay, I, I, I'm I'm just realizing that beef Wellington would count as a puff pastry dish, so I could have beef Wellington for dessert. That, no, <laughs> not a dessert. I'm just well, I'm just saying I can have it whatever I want. I mean, you know, it's it's the way it, it's the one of the few joys we get as adults, right? But you're on a diet. I am on a diet, so whenever I want means whenever I'm not not on my eating diet, right? Dinner, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have it in place of a different... Wait a second, that would make it dinner. You tricked me. <laughs> so so now, go ahead, ruin the mouthwater oh, amazingness. Oh, no, that's delicious. Are you kidding? I'm going to talk about something amazing and delicious. Mm, no. Today is an amazing day, especially celebrated in Minnesota, because today is also National Lutefisk Day. Now, if for anybody who doesn't know, lutefisk, which I've never actually had yet, it is on my list of things to have. It's just not in a rush to have it, and you'll understand why in a second. Lutefisk is a white fish, usually a cod, a herring, or something along those lines, halibuts and those, and it's dried, and then it is cured in lye, meaning lye is, is the same stuff that you get in your soap. So it's a caustic liquid that's a caustic uh, ingredient that's actually utilized in, in the fish. And they use that and they cure it and they literally cure it over the course of weeks or months and it becomes this dry cardboard looking white thing. And then you have to clean it, rinse the water out of it multiple or rinse rinse it multiple times. So you're doing a soak to rehydrate it, and then you're rinsing it multiple times to get the lye out so it won't kill you. And then once that's done, then they cook it. It's generally served with a thick butter or a cream sauce. And people who love it, love it. It's a nostalgia piece of their childhood. The sales for it have been going down every year. The company, the one of the few companies that makes it in the U.S. is in Minnesota. Um, they also make a salted herring. Their herring has now surpassed uh, the lutefisk in their annual sales. But for the people who have the nostalgia of it within these restaurants, lutefisk is something that they have. And it's a reminder of their childhood, a reminder of the Great Depression. And when times were tough and everybody, nobody had refrigeration, so everybody had to make the best of what they had. The texture and flavor of lutefisk. Disgusting and disgusting. Uh, has been best described as if you could freeze hot Vaseline. 
it looks beautiful and flaky and if you watch any YouTube videos on it it really does look amazing but people who grew up with it it's like oh yeah you get used to the flavor blah 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 but I haven't heard anybody say I love it I would eat it every day I look forward to it it's so amazing I, I can't live without it because it's disgusting to the point that I want to point out that if anybody knows Andrew Zimmern Bizarre Foods, the master himself, the man who will literally eat anything unless it's a walnut, which is really weird because I love walnuts. Sorry, Andrew. Has had lutefisk and said, there, I had it. That was the best compliment that he gave to lutefisk. So horrible. But I wonder if I wrapped it in a puff pastry. No. If I could... Absolutely not. But it's disgusting. Can I take a picture of it and send it in a Christmas card? No. Wrapped in a puff pastry? No. Oh, come on. It can not exist. <laughs> but there's much worse fish that we could definitely be eating right now. I, I and... don't care. I, I, no, nothing is going to get me to put that in my mouth. <laughs> oh, see? Now I'm going to have to sneak it. Kidding. You I, can't. I like, no, it's going to yeah, be. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> How do you sneak Vaseline into a dish? Yeah, no. <laughs> So anyway, so okay, so that's it. So those are our three. So we had three national days today. Mm-hmm. Two of them were food. Well, look, one of them was holiday related. One of them was food related. One of them was I dare you related. So, all right, what do we got next? We're going to be looking at some funny reviews for literally just anything and everything. Awesome. We're going to be reading some some funny reviews, whether it's a absolutely hated this place or this product or mm. if it was just people that are really good at writing reviews and making it funny go for it so this first one is a review on period underwear somebody asked would these actually absorb all the blood and somebody that had bought it said yes even on my heaviest flow i had no problem at all where does the blood go? No idea. The crotch area is a little thicker than normal panties, but much thinner than a pad. I assume it's sacrificed straight to Satan. <laughs> this is a thing? Hold on. Hold on. This is a thing? Th- what? I don't... There's, there's period panties? You didn't know that? No, I've never heard of this. Oh my... How do you... There's reusable diapers. How did you not know that they existed well, I know, for periods? No, I, I know there's reusable diapers. I, you have cloth or disposable diapers, but I've never heard of period panties. They're, they're reusable panties? Yeah, you. they literally absorb the blood. The crotch area is thicker, and the way that it works is like how a diaper works, how a diaper is supposed to work, where it absorbs it and it's not supposed to irritate you. So it kind of absorbs it, and it just kind of goes away, and then you wash them. Okay, okay, no, I have never heard of this before. I have I never. I surprised I, that you there's something what? that I yeah. knew that you didn't. No, I have never heard of period panties before. I thought that was a joke. I thought no. it was like, when you when you first said it, I was thinking, oh, those are going to be panties that are like made to be allowed to be bleached in case you have your period and you soak out no. into the panties. And then I thought the first person saying, do they absorb up everything, was like the next person was going to be like, no, you idiot. But holy crap. So this is a real thing. Yes. So this would be like disposable depends. Oh, no. Reusable depends, I guess. Right. Like, so. Okay, okay. No, it's you, just a 
It's literally underwear. It's normal underwear where the crotch area is thicker and it absorbs the blood. That's, okay. So see, it's not like a diaper or like a big pad. It's literally underwear. Okay. So you guys want to know where my faux pas is? Because I assume that women flow much more than a pair of panties would be able to handle. I literally, well, my, my yeah, brain says... We, but they just they just work. They're thick. They, I don't know how to explain like, it. Now like, we have to are like they thick buy like a pillow. No, or they th- we just have to buy a pair now and no. show it to you oh, so man, that no. you can <laughs> see what they do and then I, just run this a is test really with a water. Thing. This is a thing. Yes. Wow. I did not know this. That's so weird. I the king of understanding everything about yeah. women more than women do does has never no, heard I've of period never panties. heard of period panties before. <sighs> I wow. See, okay, cool. You actually do get to learn something every now and then. So, yeah. I mean, wow. Okay. And so, so a portal to Satan. Got it. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Next I'm one. Um, I'm going to be stuck is... on this for a while. I'm just logistics. I'm stuck. Go so ahead. this next one is a review on a restaurant. One out of five stars. The entitled The Disgusting Tooth. Ooh. Saw a charming looking restaurant on a street corner and decided to go in. On arrival, I found the staff to be incredibly rude. Two teenage boys working for the restaurant stared and pointed at us throughout the visit. Despite this, I decided to order some food. To my utter disgust, I found a tooth and a large amount of hair, possibly human, oh. animal unsure, oh. in my food. I told the manager about this and they ignored us. We then decided to leave and they tried to overcharge us and put things on the bill we had not even asked for. If you want to be disrespected and eat from a place that has terrible hygiene, go ahead. If not, avoid it like the plague. Please tell me they took a picture of the tooth in their food. No. Oh my gosh. Oh, see. mm. This one is. (laughs) Was it a human tooth? I don't know. I just read it to you. Okay. Ew. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This one is tight. Is well, this one is a review on a pillow. It's four out of five stars. Titled "Neat Pillow Slash Hot Wheels Ramp." <laughs> I, I bought this to have premarital intercourse on. Anyhow, the girl dumped me, and I decided to use this as a Hot Wheels launch pad. <laughs> Using the stock <laughs> launch pad, I have had twenty-three successful ten minibus jumps. <laughs> Unfortunately, I lost one G.I. Joe action figure on the earlier tests. R.I.P. Snake Eyes. Long live the hump pillow. Oh, my God. I'm so... Wait. <laughs> so, a pre... Okay, hold on. You don't need to panties. unpack this. Now I got to figure out a premarital sex pillow. You don't need to unpack that, that one. doubles as a Hot Wheels ramp. Yes. And now you're missing a G.I. Joe figure. Yes. Got it. Rest in peace. (laughs) So what do you got next? So this one is about a diaper bag. It's a five out of five stars. Titled Great Bag. It says, I love all the pockets. It's good for a diaper bag or breastfeeding bag, which is what I use. The way the top opens up makes it easy to see inside and get your items. I also got ran over with this bag on and did not sustain any injuries to my back or head. What? And it had a mini- it had minimum scratches on it, so pretty durable. Sorry for too much info. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I know there's not anything else to that review, but my God. 
you are amazing. What to have the wherewithal to go? Hey, you know, <laughs> I just got run over, but the diaper bag is still intact, and I'm okay. This diaper bag is amazing. <laughs> wow, that's. I would want to carry the. I just want to carry the diaper bag around no matter what when I'm walking around downtown. <laughs> that's crazy. And then this one is. Uh, I don't actually know what this is, um, but it's a bike part. Okay. And it's five out of five stars from <laughs> from a user named Ben. No profile picture or anything. Um, titled, I have no memory of buying this. Very short, sweet, to the point. I don't remember buying this or what I may have done with it, but I buy a li- lot of bike parts, so it gets five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't even fault him. I've done that. I have bought things that I either already have or go, why was I buying this again? Or the, the more common one is I'll buy something. Nobody else knows why I bought it. And it dis it disappears. I still, I have a mirror that's sitting on my landing, um, from my foyer going upstairs because nobody knows what happened to my 200 pound, um, picture hanger, uh, 200 pound weight picture hanger wire and set up so that I could hang the mirror up, mm-hmm. you know, but I have things that I've bought and I'm like, Oh, and then find out I either already had one or I'm like, wait, why did I get this again? Oh, or something doesn't go for what I thought it did. And so it just goes to the collection of every now and then I find that and go, why do I have this? So <laughs> that's, that's all. Awesome. Hey, at least, at least you were respectful enough to give it five stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this next one is about headphones. Okay. Five out of five stars titled great product louder than the demons talking to me. <laughs> this is a wonderful product that allows me to forget the voices talking to me inside of my head. Let me elaborate. I've been suffering from these voices talking to me in my head since I was young. It would drive me insane sometimes, but now that I have this headset, the volume is louder than the voices. As such, I would recommend this to any gamer that has the same issues as I. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this one. Go, oh, keep this, going. This Shotgun one's em. about a weighted blanket. <laughs> one out of five stars titled nobody wants this blanket and i hate that it was ever made (laughs) the existence of this product is downright obscene when was the last time you thought about what sound a blanket makes i'll tell you with this blanket that's all you'll ever think about it's made with thousands of ball bearings that pour around inside its baffles it's inconceivable how long they can pour and how loudly from the slightest movement before coming to a rest so you can rest just don't breathe the noise is ludicrous just pulling this out of its package was like unloading a dump truck full of marbles on a dry riverbed of broken stones. What the? It's the same largeness of noise. It's a thousand krakotas. Oh, cicadas? No. Nope. No. K R A K A T O A. Krakatoas. Krakatoas. The, yeah, the the volcano that exploded and it was a sound heard around the world. Oh. Uh, Erupting in a potato chips bag the size of the moon. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to bother leaving a review. But the sheer gall of a blanket, a blanket for sleeping, that you nearly have to yell over just tucking yourself in. I'm obviously (laughs) returning this. But I want you to know that this is a complete waste of your money, time, and how personally offended I am that the manufacturers would even consider that a human person could possibly accept such an awful blanket. It's like a chair made from raw spaghetti noodles, completely (laughs) hostile against its only purpose. Multiple people signed off on this. Wow. That's... 
you know, I I saw the thing for a weighted blanket. I never thought what was actually in a weighted blanket. So, but holy crud, ball bearings. How would you think that that's the right thing to do? And where is your quality control? Like, is anybody testing that going, hey, um, this can outsnore me? <laughs> oh, okay. This What's next? Been, this one is a review on Google for Wooden Plane LLC. Okay. Five out of five stars. <laughs> Wooden Plane is amazing. We were tired of the same dumb dining tables in our kitchen, so we talked with Wooden Plane. We came up with a great breakfast nook idea. They found materials in our budget and got to work right away. It turned out better than I thought. They even made customer they even made custom cushions for it. I was in love with it. It was perfect in everything I wanted. I just wish my wife felt the same way about me. We divorced shortly after we oh, got sh- the breakfast nook. <laughs> my only regret was not being able to take it with me. I'll wow. miss that nook. Five stars. <laughs> wow. And this Does he get to review his wife? Why is there no app where you can review your ex? Those are called Facebook groups. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Still, that'd be great. And then this one. My ex, five out of, or zero out of five, would not recommend. She stabbed me. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, this one is one, one out of five stars, titled, This product turned my wife into a female Joe Exotic. <laughs> Tish and Snooky. My wife recently purchased your product, Manic Panic Flash Lightning over Amazon. With the quarantine situation, she has not been able to visit her hairdresser and get her hair dyed. Her solution was to order your highly regarded product and dye her hair herself. We received your product yesterday afternoon, and she went to use it this morning. My wife has lots of experience using different hair dye products, so she knows what she is doing. After seeing the finished product, I think Tish and Snooki should be ashamed of themselves, and I would recommend no one buying this product. My wife looks like a female version of Joe Exotic. Every time she comes into the room, I expect her to be followed by lions and tigers. Now she is going to have to replace her whole wardrobe with 1980s leather jackets with tassels and leopard print silk shirts. I usually don't leave product reviews, but with how bad this product is, I felt it was necessary to leave you cool cats and kittens a negative review to help protect future consumers. I have to go now. Mrs. Exotic is calling my name. (laughs) <laughs> with all due respect joe exotic looks like a female version of joe exotic <laughs> so you're yeah right not not far off um this one is uh the person that posted it said bro said they went too far so this is <laughs> karen's diner Uh 100% rude staff. Our staff are rude, our manners are non-existent, and we're the perfect place for Karens everywhere to vent their anger and dismay at the world. Come on, ask for the manager. We dare you. That's their ad. Right. And somebody commented, one out of five stars. They yelled and told my 99-year-old grandma they hope she dies in her sleep, and that was too far, mate. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think they were going to do? You went to Karen's Diner. It is all over everything Mm -hmm. like that diner look that diner's got a is is got a long life ahead of it they literally flip off little kids when they come in i mean what do you oh it i I bet grandma had a good time though i might i know mine would mine Mm -hmm. would absolutely laugh her butt off oh gosh oh and then this one is Five out of five stars. Entertaining indeed. For some ant traps. I placed a couple down in the heart of 
ant country in hopes to, of taking back territory lost to the ants. I observed the reactions to the traps, first sending in a test subject to presumably eat the bait. Although I couldn't see the inside, the ant came out of the little holes hyper and began running around very fast. <laughs> After enough peer pressure and cult-like thinking, the others began going in the trap and carrying the bait back to base. I watched as more and more ants came out of the hiding, uh, came out of hiding and were running around so happy to find such a tasty treat. They were dead by sunrise. I was left tortured by the thoughts of what I had just done to an entire community of living beings. These ants perfected their society. Everyone understood what their job was and how it fit with the greater goals of the colony. It was a well-oiled machine, unlike anything I'd ever seen before, and I wiped it clean for the modest price of 1186. But that's just war, baby. <laughs> Should we also bring up that today is National Genocide Awareness Day? No. <laughs> don't need to talk about that. All right. <laughs> And then we'll we'll end these ones on this one, and then I'll read yours. Okay. Um, this one is for a laundry hamper with an ironing board on top. Five out of five stars. I am alone. That's the title. Okay. This is perfect for me, as I am only one person. If you have, quote unquote, family or loved ones that you cohabitate with, this probably won't be big enough for your needs. But in my case, there is only me. I am alone, so this is quite adequate. My cat likes to sit on top of the ironing board portion. I have a cat, so I have someone to talk to. I fear that without talking to Mr. Piddlesworth, I would probably forget how to speak, as I have nobody else to talk to. Mr. Piddlesworth is a good boy, but he has no laundry needs. There is only my laundry. Mine and mine alone. I'm alone. <laughs> oh. I... <laughs> I hope you're trolling. <laughs> if not... I hope your cat brings you happiness. Might I suggest another cat? Mm. No. So this, this is your review oh for God. Bank of America. Mm -hmm. You gave it uh. two out of five stars. Have you ever gone to the bank and thought to yourself, man, I really want to find a bank with the efficiency of Walmart, the lines of DMV, and the customer service of a police station while being berated by pushy salespeople of a used car lot in Fulton Boulevard? Well, you've found the perfect Bank of America, my friend. Don't be fooled by this glorified Starbucks kiosk-sized cash hole in little more than a dead strip mall. We have the experience you've come to expect from our Solus Corporation. Long lines filled with other people trying to figure out if they can get another hour on their lunch? You got it! Pen chains with missing pens and a single pen that makes anything you write look like an apology in Morse code? You better believe it! How about six managers to two tellers who look like they are more annoyed that you interrupted their valuable Facebook time to ask why they charge $10 for a cashier's check when every other banking institution gives it to their customers free? We've got you covered. But wait, you say you want more? You got it. Come now and you will be judged by a dead-eyed teller for asking why they put a hold on a Bank of America check when you are depositing it from a Bank of America account using your Bank of America checking account. As an additional bonus, you won't be able to cash that check and then deposit that cash into your account by bypass to bypass the hold. Nice try there, buddy. Act now. Operators are standing by to put you on hold before forgetting why you called in the first place. We'll even send you a survey to make you think that your opinion matters while it propagates an automated, res automated response that still manages to misspell your name. So, stop in today and realize that while mildly amusing, this review is spot on and I will be going to a Bank of America six miles away from now on in hopes to keep my soul from being sucked out behind more plexiglass in a Vallejo liquor store in the crest. Yeah. I, I still, like to this day, I have a Bank of America account. Why? I'm going to cancel it. I, I keep thinking about it. 
I'm just going to have to cancel it. It was just, it was ridiculous. And I just wanted to give a review that allowed it to be there. And quite a few people actually enjoyed that review. So, but yeah, that's crazy. I would love to know what you guys, what, what your reviews are and things like that. Or if you have a funny review or, or you just a review of someplace that you really disliked, shoot it over, put it on our Facebook page or Reddit. We'll love it. If we love it enough, we'll definitely, we'll read it out. We'll read it here and, and uh, criticize it like we do. So, but uh, anything else we got today or are we good to go? That's it. Okay. okay. Well, that was our morning and that was our show. And thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Don't forget to tune in and join us this afternoon as we have our afternoon dive. And again, I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And thank you so much for joining us. Peace out with your peace out. Bye. Bye. Wow, 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 w